Oof. You ever too dummy thick for your dress? Uh, most of the dresses I've tried on, I've been too dummy thick for. Dude, it happens. So it's, wild. It's <laughs> just the nature of women's sizes. It's unfair. Freaking dummy thick. <laughs> Frick, I'm thick. Frick, I'm thick. Welcome to Coffee Thick. Welcome to Coffee Thick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Coffee Thick. Yeah, this is a story about a girl who is just too dummy thick. She keeps trying to make coffee and knocking all the cups off the shelves. Well, yeah, the clap of her ass cheeks just like <laughs> shakes all the coffee cups to the ground. Oh, man. Hankyul. Hankyul. I'm trying to make coffee, but I'm too dumb to think. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so episode five. five. That's right. Everyone, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, I don't know why I say that every time I say the number five. It's just call and response, yeah. Yeah. Input output. It's just like my my ancestors calling out to me, being like, "You gotta," <laughs> and I'm like, "I guess you're right." <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but yes, we are on episode five. So we just ended um our kind of like beginning of the actual cafe that is Coffee Prince, and uh, we ended on. Unchan going to wake Hangul up, who fell asleep in the cafe because he had work to do, and instead of waking him up, you know, any other way, decides to blow on his face. Mm. So what happens next, Jaren? What do you think? Okay, the first line of the next episode is going to be Hangul going, fucking stop. <laughs> because why would you blow on somebody's face to wake them up? Uh, he's going to drink the milk with the notes on it. Yes. Uh, and he's going to increase his bone strength. Of course. Obviously. The calcium. Uh, and then as far as, like, story direction goes, I think this is going to be the big marketing stunt episode, <gasps> Ooh. where all the boys of Coffee Prince have to, like, go to a stage in a town square or something, uh-huh. and they do, like, a little choreographed song and dance oh. uh, to get everybody's attention. Mm. And I, I really hope that's what happens, because that's what I would write. Yeah, that sounds fun. I'm I'm down for that. Yeah. That's that's absolutely a, a coffee, <laughs> coffee bus I want to get on. <laughs> all right, well... Uh, coffee bus, let's get on it. Let's go watch episode five. <laughs> yes, please. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. <laughs> That's not what buses say. Well, what do buses say? I don't know. I'm stopping for train tracks. <laughs> episode five, let's go. Uh, hey, I'm Kara, and I'm into rom-coms. Hi, I'm Jared, and I'm into making bat boxes. But we're both into hot drinks and hot boys. And this is... Just Kiss Already. I feel like if we do the whole thing in Uwu, we can do, be... we'll, we'll do a very <laughs> serious, and then we'll devolve into it like a transformation. Slowly but surely, we just we get a little bit more. Yeah. All right. Hey, y'all. So, we messed up. A little tiny, tiny mess up. Yeah, so we recorded that entire giant episode five, um, but we did not check to see what input my computer was taking, and it was all recorded through my, like, very bad, crappy, built-in laptop microphone. So it's all there. We've got it all. Don't worry. No no Hangul talking about Unchen's thick ass got, <laughs> got lost. It's all there, we checked. It just sounds terrible. <laughs> it's slightly below sorry. what you've come to expect. And we are very sorry. <laughs> we made a fucky walkie. We made a little fucky walkie. <laughs> um, 
Um, I did my best to try and like edit it so that it sounds a little bit better, but it's it's really not good. So sorry about that. You're getting it anyway. <laughs> yeah, and not... if you can live through that, you can live through anything. And then at the end of that, there will be a very good reward because the next episode is episode six, yes, which is very good. So again, we are Zowie. Zowie. Uh, but uh, without further ado, here's bad, bad, sad episode five. <laughs> Ha ha writer Rama Rumanuma who do we do Like <laughs> like <laughs> I can't even say No, it. I like the I like the Rama Rooney Duba Doo. Thank you. Yeah, I, I worked hard <laughs> I worked hard on that one. Um so we we're we're back. We went we watched episode five and now we we know. <laughs> Yeah. We know that unfortunately we do not get a cool fun. Not this episode. No, yeah, no dance and promotion montage. At least in episode five. Yeah, we, um, we still got twelve left. Yeah, dude, we got plenty of time if there is gonna be one. Uh, but so we we cut back. We're we're back back at the beginning of episode five. Uh, here we are. Hangil unconscious. Unchan blowing in his face and putting milk down. Yeah. And then um, Harim very confidently coming downstairs and going, Aha! I see you're <laughs> blowing in each other's faces, as lovers do. <laughs> yeah, so Hangil wakes up and is like, What? <laughs> what? Uh, what? <laughs> and then Harim, perfect timing to, to tell them that they're lovers. Mm. Um, and then Unchan is like, Ubuh! And like backs up. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know. And then we, we see the notes on the milk carton in close up. And it's like, here's your birthday drink. It expires in three hours. Oh my god, yeah. I was like, wow, cool. <laughs> sick. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes like, oh, if I drink this and it makes me sick, I'm going to fire you. And she, like, takes it from him. Yeah, she's like, well, she's don't like, drink well, it Don't drink, drink it then. <laughs> and Harim is like, oh, you guys are cute. Are you going out? Yeah, Harim just, like, won't stop with this, like, hey. 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 Y'all lovers? Oh, man. And then they go, why are you here? Yeah, they're like, hey, also what? <laughs> what? It's like, ask Kakadon what's going on? And he's like, uh, you know. And he just kind of like leaves it as that. I'm just temporarily homeless. Yep. Uh, before we even find that out, though, we have to cut to uh, Yuju and Hansung, who uh... are getting ready for some kind of event, it seems. They're riffing around the closet. She's like, pick my clothes for me. Oh, God. That, um... that pissed me off. <laughs> as, anytime you mention Hansung, I'm oh. going to be able to say that. <laughs> So, like, she's nervous about having to explain why she's back with Hansung. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's is a weird situation, I'll admit. Fair. <laughs> and then Yuju's mom calls her and says, oh, you don't gotta, like, come to my wedding. Okay, yes, this, uh, so Yuju's mom calls, and Yuju does not pick it up. It goes straight to voicemail. Mm. Um, and they just kind of, like, stand there listening to her leave the voicemail. And, yeah, it's got this message on it that's like, you don't gotta come to my wedding. Hey, is there any reason you're not picking up my calls? And Hansung is like, you gotta pick it up? And she's like, nope, mm. not gonna do it. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Which is whatever somebody says in this show when they are when they just want to hold that information till a later date. You know. Like, there's so much I need to know, but it's just been waved away with, like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Which, fair. You're valid for not wanting to talk about all your fair, problems. Fair, but I want to know what's going on as but a I would, I would like to at least get the promise that I'm going to learn later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, she asks him to pick. Like, oh, do you want this outfit or this outfit? And he goes, they're both good, which pisses me off. 
It, it really makes me angry. I, too, am always unhappy when I ask someone to choose an option, and they go, you know, any of them. I'm Non-answers like, are the what worst. I asked you. Oh, God. I've gotten really mad for things like that. I'm like, I literally gave you two options. I hate. I think I hate the most when people give me a third option that I didn't list. I'm no. like, no, I gave you two options. It's the Please wrong move. One. Like if you, it's, 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 you don't have to worry about making the wrong answer because <laughs> the best thing about those situations are, especially with clothing, and yeah. like somebody's asking you, you pick the one that you like best, and then that helps them know how they feel. Yeah. Because if they're like, oh, I kind of, I kind of like the other one, then that now they. Then know. you're like, see, now you know that you now you like know. The other one. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, Ugh. he's just being bad boyfriend. Yeah. Like, he's sitting in the chair at Macy's. <laughs> and he's like, I just want to get out of here. Please Yuju, Auntie Anz is closing any minute. <laughs> I want my pretzel, I want my pretzel Yuju. dog, Yuju. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so then we have uh, a little, just, like, tiny little thing at the end of this scene that uh, kind of kickstarts what's going to be happening uh, throughout the rest of the episode between them. Um, but Hansung sits down as Yuju goes to change. And he starts, he like picks up a magazine and he opens it up and he opens it up to this article that's about Yuju. Mm. And it kind of like zones in on this quote from her that says like, or it's like a, a line in it that says like, uh, Yuju says no to marriage or something. Basically yes. highlighting that she in this interview had said like, oh, I'm not looking about, I'm not thinking about marriage right now. It's not something that I want in my future. I'm very focused on my job. Yeah. Which completely fair valid um probably not a fun thing to see as a significant other if that's like what you're thinking about and what you're wanting but Hansung doesn't go hey you do can we talk about this he like stores it in his heart keeps it for later decides to just kind of brood objection yes he doesn't i don't even think he knows how he feels about marriage because they never address his feelings about uh -huh. it it's always just done in relation to yuju doesn't want it okay regardless of if he knows his feelings about marriage or not mm. he should have been like Maybe this is something that we should talk about as a couple, yes. because it is obviously bothering him to some extent, whether oh, totally. it's if he wants to marry her, or he just doesn't, which, we'll get to what happens later. I hate his stupid but face. I just, he, he takes it, and it's like, this is just common rom-com shit. Like, the biggest thing that, honestly, I feel like I have learned from just endless rom-com content my entire, like, life, <laughs> is that... Every single problem always starts with the fact that nobody talks to each other. Ever. That's why I really love the name of the podcast, Just Kiss Already. Because it's like, it's what we want as the audience, but it's also just be open and honest with your emotions. Y'all can't see it, but I was like shaking my arms vigorously because it's just so like... Oh man, I love this stuff. Like, I love it. I love when it's cliche. I love when it's trash. I, I love it. But also, god damn it, Hansung, just freaking talk to... Anyway. <laughs> it's done really well in this show, I'll say, compared to some of the other stuff I've heard about. Yeah, I think so, too. They We have good foils in these other yeah. characters who yeah. actually are, like, Yuju foiling to Hansung, mm -hmm. and Han Gyul also foiling to Hansung is, yeah. is really important. So, that's the end of that scene. Uh, he just kind of opens the magazine, he sees it, we see him maybe make, like, a little bit of a face, and then he closes it. Uh, and then... We cut to our breakfast boys having <laughs> breakfast. It's uh, Hangil, Harim, and Unchan. And um, they're basically now kind of like, you know, they're talking and they're being like, hey, Harim, what? Why are you sleeping at the cafe? <laughs> and Harim reveals that he's been kicked out of his house. Yes. Uh, he, his family, he says, wants him to take up the knife and join the family business. Yeah. And Unchan kind of goes like, oh, are you a butcher? And he goes, butcher? 
and then he kind of gets cut off. But I wrote here, I was like, I was like, ooh, is it is it surgery? Maybe because mm. people say going under the knife is an expression. Yeah, that's what I wrote down too. Just because because of the fact that when Unchan says like, oh, you're a butcher, they kind of are like, mm. what? No. And then like it's these two rich boyfriends. I assume that it probably means he comes from a family of doctors. I was thinking even more it. specific. I'm gonna put my money on plastic surgery. Oh. Like a cosmetic. Yeah, but maybe. In, in this breakfast scene, the the first words of the scene from Harim, he says "ugyoji gabitang," which is a short rib soup commonly served at weddings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, "How humble!" And I was, I, I might be me reading into it again after my little Wikipedia dive on it. But yeah, like, we love him. I think it's just very cute to have like characters eating like wedding soup or whatever. Yeah, like especially because I really just want this ship to come together. <laughs> As fast as possible. Get get Unchan away from Hansa. <laughs> to just pick her up, put her next to Hangul. <laughs> yeah, just feed just, them. Oh man, I'm gonna get really into my Unchan Hangul feelings later on. But for Ooh. now, we're we're having we're having our breakfast. We're we're uh we're talking to Harim. He reveals that he's been kicked out of his house. He doesn't want to go into the family business because he has his passion that he wants to follow. And um. Then the conversation moves forward a little bit, and then <laughs> Unchan is like staring at Hangil's plate, just like with with just hunger in her mm. eyes. And he's like, "God damn, here you go!" Like he's like, "Do you want some?" And she's like, "Can you give me one of the ones that has meat?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he gives her all this food, and she gets real excited about it. And he's just like staring at her with this just. I literally wrote down just he's got hard eyes because he's just like looking at her and smiling and laughing Aww. and it might not even be like oh it's it's but he's like he he's oh it's so good <laughs> that was something I that I missed in this scene because really? I, I was fixated on something Harim said mm-hmm. because Hangul was like why don't you just come live with me for a bit oh, and Harim yeah. is like you know living with you sucks you just <laughs> yeah. nag me yeah. you ask me to finish all my food you tell yeah. me to put my dishes away and I'm like he knows what it's like to live with Hangul. <laughs> Yeah. So I I want to hear more about like this cool past that they have, especially based on something that gets said later, which we'll we'll get to. Yeah, I do very much wonder if it's um, because these are all of the details that I've since forgotten since mm. watching it a couple years back. So this is all stuff that I'm like, oh yeah, I don't like like I don't remember exactly what Ahamim's family does and like the the exact history between them as friends. So I do wonder if it was like actual like roommate situation or if it's even just he just knows this from being friends with him. Yeah. Like if it's that strong. And I mean, we did kind of get uh, an interesting taste of it when Unchan was, like, staying over his place for the night. But, like, also we revealed that, like, he can't be that perfect because, like, she found all his dirty socks just oh, lying yeah. on the couch. Oh, yeah, pushed under the couch, yeah. yeah. So, um, anyways, yeah, we, we have this this whole conversation. They make a couple digs at each other. And then uh, Harim once again kind of brings up, like, so, you two, uh, hmm... Y'all gay? <laughs> Not Basically. in those exact words, but he he brings up the whole like lovers thing again. He's like, y'all going out? Like, hmm? I wrote, uh, Harim attempts to cut the sexual tension with his fork. <laughs> <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> unsuccessfully. They, yeah. they deny it again. Yes, they're like, no, stop it. And he keeps calling her My Chan. Oh, yeah. Min Chan has this small little like rant where she's like, stop it, stop calling me My Chan. My Chan, My Chan, my... I hate it. Stop it. It's so stupid. And they're just kind of like laughing at her because, you know. They think she's cute. Um, then, anyway. <laughs> yeah, then we cut to Hansung and Yuju at this fancy dinner. Oh my god. Were they, like, just talking to or overhearing another couple talking about them being back together? Yeah, it seems like kind of like a big get-together where everyone's at separate tables, but everybody knows each other. Yes. So I think these people behind them at first start, like, talking about them, but then they kind of turn around and join in the conversation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's, kind of, it's a thing. Everyone, like, knows that they weren't together and now they are together. 
So, you know. It's a whole to do. Yeah, they're all talking about it. And, like, there's one couple that's, like, in front of them that's kind of making comments like, oh, you know, like, they say that couples that get back together are even stronger, you know, trying to, like, make light of it. Yeah. Um, and Sung decides that now is the perfect time to not talk to Yuju about this issue that he's having, but instead to just announce it in front of his friends oh, yeah. and make a comment. Because one, one of the couples is like, oh, so when are you two thinking about tying the knot, blah, 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 classic, whatever. And um, I almost said Harim. No, he's mm. good. That's not who we're talking about. Sung. <laughs> He chooses this moment. Yeah. He, like, takes his glasses off, and then the pillar of salt from underneath the table erects, <laughs> breaking the table, shattering all the glass, <laughs> and he sits on top of it, and he goes, my girlfriend doesn't want to get married. Yeah. It's her fault. Oh, my God. And we have this just, like, awful, not, like, actually bad, just, like, in your heart, you feel awful, cut to Yuju's face, where she's just looking at him like, why would you say that? Like literally God, like she was already nervous about like going and seeing these people again knowing that they yes. had like broken up they had a bad breakup and now they're back to so she was already nervous and now he's out here just kind of like throwing her under the bus putting her on blast God. <laughs> oh jeez. yeah so i literally just like wrote all in caps just yikes hansung and then i'm pretty sure then again i wrote yikes and underlined it Mm. God, I hated that so much. I and get I get too passionate. I start. I, it's caps for me. I don't have time to hit Control U. I mine's in caps, but I had to write them myself. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut to an interesting scene. Mm-hmm. It's, oh uh, my God. Harim and Mr. Hong. Uh, yes. Um. So when they were at breakfast earlier, Harim was like, "I need somewhere mm, to stay," and Unchan mentions, "Oh, I hear that Mr. Hong has an extra room. Why don't you ask him?" So now we have uh, Harim and Mr. Hong. And they're they're running around this, like, nice alleyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Harim is kind of like, we've been through this alleyway, like, a couple times yeah, now. he's, like, carrying all his stuff. Yeah, and then Mr. Hong, like, plants his hands on the ground and kicks his feet against the wall and does, like, a push-up. Yeah. And then Harim's like, wow, I respect you yeah. for being able to do push-up. Uh, Harim is like, how much further do we have to go? And Mr. Hong is like, I told you, I'm exercising right now. He's like, I think he says, this is how I live. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's like, if you don't like it, don't live with me. And Harim is like, no, 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 no you're yeah, great. Like, I please let me in your house. I wrote, is he trying to dissuade him from moving in by being like, I'm this crazy man who will lightly jog around my whole neighborhood at night? I know that was my thought at first, but I honestly don't think that's it. No, because he's so nice about <laughs> yeah. it. He says, Mr. Hong, I'll give you three hundred dollars a month of rent, and he gets told no, two hundred dollars, and that includes food. And yeah. I was like, holy shit, that's good rent, folks. <laughs> and then Harim is like, wow, so generous. And then Mr. Hong is like, I know. Yeah, he's like, I get it. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, Harim like leans over, gives him big fat kiss on the cheek, and is like, bless, thank you so oh, much. Yeah. And, and then they, they run into Sungi, who is just posing. You know, outside Mr. Hong's house. Just like back on the wall, arms folded, cool jacket, hair back. Yes. And he's, he's just looking cool. We love him. <laughs> <laughs> we love him so much. <laughs> he also needs a place to say. And then Mr. Hong just kind of goes, oh, you know. He's like, yeah, do you come in? One more, two more, what's the difference? Yeah. And I was like, what a nice, easygoing, older man. Yeah. And then they do the most, like, impressive bit of foreshadowing ever is Hiram goes to Sungi and he's like, why are you just standing outside? And he goes, there's nowhere to sit <laughs> inside. <laughs> and then we get to see inside and it's just like the old Wangja cafe. Oh, yeah. Trash. Laundry everywhere. Laundry. <laughs> he, washes, uh, his, he washes both of his cups. 
All two of them go in the bucket. Yeah. And then he dries them off. He, like, goes to pour drinks. He doesn't is... even dry them off. He just kind of, like, picks them up and, like, shakes them a little. Yeah. And just puts them on the table. And he goes, like, he pours them drinks, which uh, is cool because usually it's supposed to be, like, a younger person pouring drinks for older people. Yeah, I think this is the case of, like, he's the host now. Uh-huh. So he's got to give them... Or he's like, oh, I give you drinks. And he's like, yes, please have these drinks. Yes. And, like, just in the grossest thing ever, he's like, oh, I should have turned this sock inside out before oh I hung it out to God. dry. And, like, a whole desert worth of sand yeah. just drops out of the sock, and he goes, oh, well, I'll wash it again. Chucks it into the dishwasher, or dishwater, rather. Just the bucket with the dirty dishes also throws the sock in there. Yeah. So, he says it, see, says it, lol, sees it. And is like, mm, puts that cup down, juice, and Mr. Hong is like, hey, why aren't you drinking your juice? And he's like, please, you you have it. You can have mine. Whatever. He yeah. finds the, the one empty room that is not full of laundry, and he's like, I'm taking this room. Yep. Mr. Hong is like, yeah, whatever. Harem, you can stay in my room. Yeah. God. Oh, man. So, yeah, we've got this cool new roommate thing going on. Like a nice threes company odd couple going yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so then... We cut to uh, the next day at the cafe, and they're having a little meeting yes. uh, about the fact that business is awful. <laughs> yeah, and Hong Gil just kind of offhandedly mentions, like, oh yeah, uh, CB isn't coming to work. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no no more CB. And Unchan is like, what? Why? And he's like, no, uh, he's fired. And Unchan is like, what? 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 Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> My reaction as well was like, what do you mean? Yeah. I thought the actor might have gotten, like, sick or something, or another contract, like, I wasn't know. able, and I was like, no, did they just write him out of the show that no. harshly? Like, no, he's he's, yeah. uh, he's still around, he's fine. But no, 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 it's very much, yeah, like, uh, Hang Gil kind of is just kind of like, yep, he's not coming anymore, he told me he can't come anymore, so I fired him, and Un Chan is, like, not taking that explanation. She's like, you know that he liked to work here, like, what What do you mean he just left? He wouldn't have just left, there has to be a reason, and Hang yes. Gil is like, I don't need to know the reason, and Un Chan is like, Bleh. and then we get this scene of Hung Gil, like, poking Unchan in the forehead and kind of, like, reprimanding her again because he has to all the time. Always. <laughs> and, like, Mr. Hong is, like, also outside, like, doing something. And he just calls Hung Gil a jerk many, many times. Mm -hmm. And it was like, yes, thank you. Thank you, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so uh, Unchan then uh, basically goes to try and find CB and she does find him. Yeah, she finds him, like, a little drunk as well. <laughs> like, I mean, she's a little drunk, it feels yeah. like. She was enjoying um, the street vendor. Yeah. I I don't think she was... Because we learned early on that she can hold her alcohol really well. Oh. So she kind of, like, walks up and she sees, like, somebody left, like, a half-drink soju bottle and she just kind of picks it up and sips it. Hey. Puts it down and then is like, hey, can I get some food? And uh, CV is there working the, working the street... Um, vendor yeah uh he's working it and he kind of looks up and he's like oh, it's okay. Okay. and unchan is like hey <laughs> oh yeah what's going on here and he explains that um he has a senior in school who basically he's doing this favor for him he's looking over the cart while yes. um his senior cannot currently uh essentially for free and at first unchan is kind of like what the heck like what kind of senior would like leave you to do this like that's super crappy you should be taking care of you not the other way around yes. and cv explains like no he like he helped me out he housed me fed me when i was like you know had a really low point and i didn't have anywhere to go yes so yeah cb is kind of in this in this situation where he's he's trying to help out somebody who helped him out before and because of that he doesn't have any time to work at the cafe because he has to watch over this uh street cart Yes. Which, you know, my heart for CB grows bigger every day. <laughs> Me too, because uh, she was like, we've been trying to contact you. Mm -hmm. He goes, I dropped my phone in the soup. Yeah! 
Um, and then there's this weird bit where he, like, opens the stinky fridge mm-hmm. to get the chicken, and I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Because, like, everybody's reacting to the smell, but everybody's eating the food like it's fine. It's funny. Yeah, he opens it, and Unchan's initial reaction is to be like, oh, God, this smell. But then when he closes it, she's like, mm, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? So I don't really know what exactly that meant. Neither do I. Um, I think it might have to do with because they were talking about how uh, they're making chicken feet. So maybe it's like, oh, this is a food that, like, when it's not cooked smells awful. But, like, Unchan smelled it and was like, ooh, but I do like chicken feet and was like, I want it. It's and a- she makes a comment also that uh, her sister, Unse, likes chicken feet. And yeah. TV's like, what? What? First he's like, she wouldn't eat that, she's an angel, and this is crummy street food, freaking gross. But then he's like, wait, really? <laughs> Was it chicken feet? Because in my translation, I got drumsticks. Drumsticks oh, and gizzards. I got chicken feet. Uh, have you ever had gizzards? I don't think I have. They're very good hot, you have to like cook them for 24 hours, and yeah. if you let them sit, they get hard, and like it's just a pure ball of cartilage. Oh man. Like I, I love all the weird like pluck stuff from chicken, like liver yeah. and hearts, it's so good. I don't... Yeah, I don't think I've ever had gizzards. I think I've had liver before. Like, I feel like I've been to some kind of a restaurant where it wasn't, like, a main dish, but it was, like, a thing that they gave you. It's like, you know those, um, what's it called, the hibachi ones where they cook in front of you? Yeah, Yeah, there's one, there's a chain, uh, where I'm, like, back home for me, and, um, they, like, just give you this little, like, liver patty, just kind of, like, as part of the experience. Yeah, and they're really good. So, oh, I don't know if it's chicken liver or what kind of liver it is, but it, it's yeah, every time I get them, I'm like, mm, It's nice. a very good source of iron. <laughs> and then, good. Even, even weirder, I want to mention this now, we'll come back to it later. Okay. They show Unsei just, like, eating, and it looks like she's just eating a chicken wing. And I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> it's none of the three things we've been told. <laughs> you know? Um, but anyway, then Unchan, uh, some people come up to the stand kind of being like, oh, you know, we want food and drink and whatever, and Unchan yes. ends up helping CB out. Almost instantly. Yeah, honestly, really warmed my heart to see her literally just kind of be like, get back there, start cooking, I'll, like, take their order. It's it's just such a natural thing for her to mm-hmm. be like, okay, well, now we're doing this together. Mm-hmm. Again, I keep always saying this, but it's going to come into play later in the episode, because, mm-hmm. like, it's an infectious teamwork attitude. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to our favorite boy, Sweeper. Yeah. Followed soon by our, our least favorite boy, Hansa. They always have to come at the same time. <laughs> The co-occur. Unfortunately. He's just waiting, and I go, oh no. Is he waiting for Unchen to come by? <sighs> but then he calls her. I know. And he's like, hey, Sweeper is waiting for you. And I literally wrote down, nice try, Hansung. <laughs> he checks himself, though. He goes, no, I mean, I think I miss you. Oh my god, yeah. And then he and then he says, I'll wait for you. And Unchan is so happy hearing that. She, like, sings it, like, yeah. the way she was singing his phone number. She's like, yeah, she's he's gonna like, wait for me, yeah. go away for me. Don't like it. It's, yeah, I, I like, I, it hurts me, but also, like, it, it very much shows how, like, uh, just, Unchan's very, like, pure kind of notion of having feelings and, like, love yes. and stuff. It's very, very great seeing her character kind of, like, literally all he said was, like, I'll wait for you. And she was like, oh, my God, like, this is so great. It's it's very... There's such an emotional <sighs> age gap. Yeah. Like, we talked about how they're 60 years apart yeah, last time. that's right. But emotionally, it's got to be at least 90. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, this is a person who's had adult relationships or mm-hmm. tried to and failed. Yeah. Burn. Uh, and... <laughs> 
I understand. I don't think that she's ever had yeah. a boyfriend. She when she uh yeah when she and uh, Han Gyul share the like the kiss in the beginning. She's like that oh, was my first kiss. Exactly. And God, and then they cut to his house, and he's, like, made her soup. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, Miss B is very lucky. Oh, yeah. She's like, wow, Miss B must be so lucky. And he's like, ha, 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 whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. A is very narrow-minded. Oh, my God, yeah, he calls himself out, and we're like, huh. <laughs> yeah, and she goes, nah, Mr. A is an A-plus boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I start to gag. She sits on top of the horse statue, and he's yeah. like, you know, nobody's ever done that before. And I'm like, if that's the first thing. I know, if I saw... If I get horse statues, you better believe, like, we're serving drinks on the horse statues. Yeah, get up there. If it looks climbable, like, dude, heck yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so we have this little, like, moment where she's like, oh, like, come sit on the horse statue. And they're eating, like, ice cream mm. uh, or, like, ice pop of some sort. Uh, And yeah. She talks to him about work, and he's like, oh, isn't it hard, like, hiding your femininity all the time? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, you know, you're pretty pretty. Yeah, he calls her pretty, and she, like, we can see how much of an effect that has on her. Oh, yeah. Like, he's like, I think you're pretty. And she's like, oh, 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 yes. oh, oh, oh. Um, but then he invites her to uh, this art exhibit that he's going to, uh, that I believe Yuju has, like, art at the art exhibit. Yes. And so he's like, hey... Um, come with me. And she kind of starts going off on this, like, big self-deprecation thing where she's just kind of like, oh, no, 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 like, someone looking like me being there with you, like, you would be embarrassed because, like, I would look so awful. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? No, come with me. And she ends it on, I'll try my best to be pretty so you won't be embarrassed. And I wrote that down oh. and I put a sad face next to it. And I also wrote in all caps, Unchan, no, you are cute. Very. <laughs> I'm so upset. She, he, he like kind of ends the scene by telling her like, oh, you make people feel good. Yeah, I, in my translation, it was, you have the power to make people happy. Ooh. And I wrote that down because I was like, that is a really great compliment. It is. I feel in my heart. And, but it's coming from a snake. Oh, God. But you know that it's true. You know, it's true. You know. <laughs> God, a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did write that down because also that's very much like he says that to her and she kind of like grins and is like, oh, like you can see like the mm-hmm. blush kind of like come into her cheeks and she kind of like bows and like runs off. She's like, okay, bye. <laughs> Before we cut from that though, uh, they talk about work in Hangul. And she's like, I don't see the good in him. And he says, like, yeah. you will eventually. Yeah. Like, it's, he, like, implying that Hangil is always very, like, reserved or, like, mm-hmm. standoffish at first. But this is cousin mm-hmm. who's known him for a while. He's like, eventually you will see his good side. Yeah, he does. He talks Hangil up a little bit. Uh, which is good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we cut to... Um... CB calling Unsei. Yes, that's right. So he got the tip from Unchen that she likes the chicken feet. Or yes. maybe whatever else. <laughs> I want to I take a moment to talk about something, because this is like... This show, I'm realizing, there's a lot of relationships going on. Yeah. And we see like pretty much all of our characters so far, except for Harim uh, and uh, Sungi, are like, in a relationship or trying to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. and the complete differences between them. Because yeah. you have Hangil, who is, like, super, like, devoted to Yuju. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows, like, how to take care of her and what to appreciate about her. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, Hansung and Yuju, who it's more like, I like the prospect of being in this relationship more than, uh, I think I like it more than I actually do. Yeah. And then you have CB, who is a well-meaning buffoon. <laughs> 
who he he's he his expression of affection is always I I learned what Unsei likes and mm-hmm. I want to help her do that or I want to give her these yeah. chicken wings like it's it's these different levels of like giving someone what they want versus what they need mm-hmm. and I it's so interesting to me because I didn't notice it really until CB like hears about this chicken wing thing and then he acts on it and I'm like that's so pure yeah but also a little like infantile just to be like oh girl like chicken wing get chicken wing <laughs> You know, they're in high school. I mean, like... I forget that he's a high schooler. (laughs) They can be babies. (laughs) It's fine. It's okay, you're right. But yeah, no, it's definitely, like, uh, very, very contrasting to, like, this... Because we have this established relationship between Hansung and Yuju uh, versus the, like, the the devotion of Hangyul to Yuju. And it's very much just kind of, like, adult love thing going on. Versus when we have CB and, uh, like, being in love with uh, Unsei... It's very much, yeah, like, he's like, oh, like, I drew her a picture. Do you like the picture? And, oh, she wants to go to school. I'm going to help her get money. And, like, oh, yeah. she likes chicken. I get her chicken. Like, it's it's very it's very interesting to, like, see it in front of our eyes. It's like the level of respect they have for their partner because CB is definitely putting her on a pedestal. Yes. And I think it's similarly Hansung is also putting Yuju on this pedestal. Yeah. Where it's like, if he attains Yuju, he will be happier. But nothing we can ever do will ever make Hansung happy. Yeah, that's right. Hansung is... <laughs> So anyway, yes, we do. We cut to this this pivotal moment in the episode mm. where CB is calling Unsei and he's like, "Hey, heard you like chicken. I got you chicken." And Unsei is at the back house, so she's like, "Hmm, I'm somewhere that you can't be in." And he's like, "What? Where are you? I'll go anywhere for you." Yeah. And she's like, "Well, the lady's back house. You gonna come in here?" And uh, so he kind of decides that he's gonna come outside it and wait for Just her to wait leave. Wait outside. And before. Uh, we cut to him actually being there. We get a little shot that Unsei is there with her sister, Unchan. Yes. So Unchan basically turns around, she's got a towel, and she's like, alright, I'm going in, like, meet me in there. Um, then we cut to CB sitting outside, and we know exactly what's going to happen. Oh, I didn't know until it happened. Really? Oh, I was completely taken by surprise with this. I think I knew, I mean, like, yeah, obviously I knew already that this happens, but also just, like, that that cut to Unchan specifically being like, I'll meet you inside right after we know that CB is on his way to yeah. come. I was very much just kind of like, oh, oh. <laughs> so yes, they, first Unsei walks out of the bathhouse and um, CB runs up and is like, here, look, I got your chicken. My Love angel, you. here my are angel. your wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. <laughs> uh, he hands it to her and uh, they're chatting for a second. And then Unchan walks out. And he has, like, a moment. Oh my god, I literally wrote down um, that he's just losing his mind over a bra. <laughs> Sputtering and sparks coming out. He's like, what were you doing in there? Yeah, he's like, hey, what were you doing in there? And then he looks and he sees her, like, bra a strap. single bra strap. Like, falling off her shoulder. And he's like, what's that? What are you doing shoulder? with that? Are you making fun of me in Japanese? <laughs> Oh my god. So yeah, he's losing his goddamn mind Ooh. that Unchan is wearing a bra. Yes. And she literally is like, God damn it. So she like takes him and they basically sit him down at one of the tables outside the convenience store. And she's like, it's time to have a talk, CV. And he's still kind of like, 
He's literally like, he's as they're dragging him away, he's being like, your shoulder! What is on your shoulder? Why do you have that? He gets like a cool 2001 A Space Odyssey montage yeah. where they just show him like at the table with them mm-hmm. and say eating the chicken wings. And it's just cutting to all these moments where he's done things that he's now realizing in retrospect were kind of weird. Yeah. And he's like, oh my god, I even kissed you. Yeah, he's like, I saw you peeing standing up. And she's like, Which I Which we, we did not get an explanation. <laughs> I have a feeling it was just like, oh, she was like, gotta be She just be stood boy. with the zipper down, and then when somebody came in, was like, finally, see ya. <laughs> to make it that much more convincing. Maybe. What a master Honestly, plan. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past her. That's um, like some Death Note shit. Yeah, so CB finds out the secret, and Unchan is like, she's gotta do something to get him to keep it. So she essentially takes Unsei and just kind of like throws her under the bus, and is like, listen, CB. You're trustworthy alright, I like that. I think you should continue to see Unsei. And he's like, what? My angel, what? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. You know what? I think that you guys would be really good. <laughs> and she's kind of just like pushing it on him, being like, but you know, you can't let anyone find out that mm-hmm. I'm a girl because that wouldn't be good. She's like, listen, this is good for you because look, I'm not Unsei's boyfriend. Better yet, I'm her older sister, so if you want to get with her, you got to be on my good side. Yeah. So she's very much like taking this. And Unse is literally like eating the chicken going, what? Literally like, (laughs) what are you doing? (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Please. I don't want this. Oh, God, it's so It's more like she's got the mouthful of chicken. She's like, what are you doing? (laughs) God. So yeah, Unchen essentially like sees Unse and is like, oh, I know how to get, I know how to get him to keep my secret. Uh, and she just kind of, like, picks her up and throws her to CB, and it's like, here! <laughs> there was such a cool moment, because she's like, listen, <laughs> I'm not your rival anymore. Yeah. And that was, like, that was a really cool moment for me, because I liked their rivalry so much. I like that CB comes into a situation <laughs> where he's like, look, this person likes you more than me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fight you. Like, I just love that energy, and I yeah. wish we could have had, like, a fight scene before this rivalry ended. Ooh, well, like... now we just have the opposite of a rivalry. <laughs> yeah, like, uh... <laughs> We have, like, an extreme camaraderie, kind of, like, against Unchan's will. <laughs> it's it's this really interesting, like, uh, she says, oh, I think you're dependable. Mm-hmm. And I think he kind of internalizes that. He's and like, he's like oh. I have responsibility now yeah. to make sure nothing, because I know she's a girl. Yeah, and we're going to he... see how that manifests awkwardly. Yeah. So then we cut to uh, back to Coffee Prince, and we find out that uh, the water is out at the cafe. It's yeah. Not working. So they're kind of like talking about it. First, Han Gil wants to keep business open for the day. He's like, why don't we just use bottled water? And yeah, being a real bitch baby about yeah, it. Yeah. Unchen, voice of reason, kind of comes in and is like, what do you mean? Like, making coffee and washing dishes and the bathroom and all of this stuff with bottled water? What? Mm-hmm. What? Like, no. And Harim pops in, sees the opportunity, and is like, hey listen, this is a chance. The water is out. We can't have customers. Let's go on a vacation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big um, brain, big brain Haru. Yeah, he he basically is like, hey, listen, I've got a really good idea for the plot of this episode. Oh, Let yeah. me t- <laughs> he holds out the coupon that you get whenever you make a show, yeah. and it says one free beach episode. <laughs> and he's like, oh, we can cash this in <laughs> Right now. I don't care if we're only five episodes in. We've got the main cast. Yeah. Everybody get your swimsuits. <laughs> so, yeah. So then we cut to um, Han Sung is accompanying Yuju at this interview that she's at. Yeah. And Yuju is just, like, talking to the interviewer about, like, her inspiration behind her pieces. You know, probably normal artist stuff. Um, and we cut to Han Sung, like, waiting 
just kind of like waiting, oh, waiting yeah. for her to be done. Back in the Macy's chair. Yeah. <laughs> and these two girls walk by him. And they are making comments about, like, oh, like, I heard that she was, like, sponsored by DK, Donkey Kong. Ooh. Uh, yeah, they're like, oh, I heard that, like, that was her sponsor. And they're like, oh, didn't she, like, break up with him, though? And they're, like, basically gossiping about You got about... sponsored. Yeah. My translation, isn't DK her sugar daddy? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Ooh. And then they, they just cut to Hansung's face, and it changes. Yeah. And I wrote down, I'm afraid this is going to tilt him. And, like, they're doing this great pacing where we see, like, the barest snippets, like, literally less than two minutes at a time from these characters, but it's just building this tension each time. I'm literally so mad. <laughs> I'm so mad. And I'm, like, I'm, like, not actually mad. I'm mad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> because I'm not, like, wow, like, I'm legitimately pissed, like, because I... It, I'm mad, but it doesn't make me dislike this show at all. If anything, I kind of like this show more because it's making me so mad. It's giving yes. me something to be like... I I said last time that I really, really like when a show kind of like hits me around like I'm a freaking... Uh, yeah, literally. When it like, oh, I was gonna say tetherball. When I'm like, Ooh. I'm the ball on the tetherball, and it's just punching me back and forth. Some kids doing cherry bomb, whatever. <laughs> like, what is cherry bomb? It's when you you grab the string instead of the ball, and you like hit it with all your might. You go cherry bomb. I don't think bomb. that's regulation. But you know. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 beating me up. I like the fact that I can be angry at a show without disliking it, because mm. there are some things that I've watched that I have been angry at. And it has made me not like it because that's the only thing that I get is there's like, it's giving me this, this main couple that I don't like and that I'm unhappy with how they're treating each other. <sighs> but this is not the main couple one, which I feel like is a, an important part of it. Mm -hmm. And two, it's like, uh, there's just so much more to work with. Like they've at least given me one character that I really like in this coupling. And like, there's so much going on that I'm kind of glad that I have something else. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm not just kind of like happy and sad. I'm also like, God, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm mad. <laughs> This is like when you're baking anything sweet, mm -hmm. and you look at the recipe, and you're like, why do they want me to add, like, half a pound of salt? <laughs> and it's like, no, you need the salt. Yeah, you need a little bit of salt to make it even sweeter. Oh, yeah. Uh, as they say in baking, everyone, I'm a chef. Uh, <laughs> I'm a rom-com chef. Ooh. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm getting pissed. Before I can get too mad, though... That's all we get for that scene, is he literally, his face changes, and then we cut away. We're like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every, <laughs> Which, every, every uh, scene with the two of them ends with one of their faces going from, like, fake happy to real existential dread. Yeah. <laughs> and then just smash cut to, like, we find out in the scene, it's three days later, mm -hmm. Hangul has made food for Yuju because she's, like, ill. Yeah, she's sick. She's got a fever. Very sick. So Hangul is making her soup, uh, essentially just kind of, like, taking care of her. Um, She's and... like, how did you know to come over? I mm -hmm. said I was fine. And he was like, you didn't sound fine. Yeah. We we get a lot from this scene about how... Because, like, we've been learning bits and pieces about how independent Yuju is, but this scene especially, and this kind of, like, arc in this episode really kind of hits it home that, like, Yuju is the kind of person who's like, I can take care of myself. Yes. I, you know, like, if I'm sick, I, like, she even says, she's like, I already went to the doctor, I already got a shot, or I'm fine, like, you don't have to come over. Mm -hmm. Um, And I relate to this a lot, because I, too, am somebody who's very much just kind of like, I can do it by myself. Yes. And a lot of times I have, like, friends and family who are like, but also, what if you lean on people every once in a while? And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I'll make my own mustard soup, thank you. <laughs> 
Like, it, this was such a good scene because hang was very thoughtful, and he mm-hmm. knows her well. Yeah. And they show that because he knew to come over, A. Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughtful because he's cooking something warm for her, this mm-hmm. mustard soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I'll get into this a little bit in a minute, but she she gives him an invite to the party. He's like, oh, you know, I can't be there, but I'll come to the thing after. Yeah. So it's this great push and pull between he's not dropping all his plans and moving the world Mm -hmm. to, like, end up wherever Yuju wants him to be. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'll come where I can. Yeah. Even during this, she's like, you know, you don't have to stay. Like, you can get out of here. And he's like, all right, like, you can take care of yourself. And all I want to do is take care of you. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, He does, however, make a comment that's like, so... (laughs) Where's Sansung? Oh, Where's yeah. your boyfriend, Yuju? And I, at this point, because Yuju responds, and she says, think, I think we're, like, in an argument. She's like, I think he's Oof. mad at me. And he's like, what do you mean you think? You guys fought? And she's like, no, nah, he just, like, I've been trying to call him, and he just hasn't, he's been ignoring my call, so I'm pretty sure he's mad at me. And I wrote down in all caps, because I was pissed. I was like, Hansung is mad at Yuju because he heard people talking about her relationship with DK. He saw an article in a magazine about how she doesn't want to get married. He's essentially taking all of these bits and pieces of information, creating an entire story in his head, and not for one goddamn second, thinking, hmm, Yuju, my girlfriend, maybe I should just freaking talk to her. Nope, can't do that. We gotta just get mad and then ignore her for three freaking days in the process of which she gets super freaking sick, and she's just kind of calling him to be like, hey, why don't you come over? Like, Yuju, this very independent person, is literally calling him and being like, hey, come over. Freaking, and he's too busy creating this stupid scenario in his head, getting mad all by himself. For three I'm days. so mad. <laughs> 72 hours of neglect. Oh my god. He, like, removed her from the relationship because he wasn't, he doesn't even have a relationship with Yuju. He has a relationship with the idea of Yuju to the point that things people have said about her in the past tense are just causing him to abandon, like, what the actual fuck. I got even more mad, too, because in the next scene, we cut to Hang Gil driving home. And yes. he calls Han Sung and is essentially like, hey, go take care of your girlfriend. Like, what are you doing? Go talk to your girlfriend. And all it took was Han Gil to call Han Sung for him to come over and talk to Yuju. I'm so upset that this freaking man had to have some kind of, like, out... Like, he literally had to have his cousin call him and be like, talk to your girlfriend. And he literally was like, oh, okay, somebody else is telling me to do it. He couldn't just talk to... What when, is the point of this relationship? When Hans, <laughs> when Hansung gets called, they cut to him. And I wrote, like, oh, he's just, like, playing Minecraft in his cool little gaming PC area <laughs> with a little blue light on. And, like, I wanted to shout out how good Hong Yul is because he is... Like, he knows what Yuju wants us to be supported by Hansung. Yes. So he's not, like, trying to take the credit for himself and be like, I'm the one supporting you. Like, he's not here. Yeah. He's literally, like, going out of his way to be like, listen, like, you should go over there. Yeah. The same thing with him, like, not trying... He's not trying to swoop in at any point. Yeah. He's not waiting in the wings. He is literally just, like, trying to give this person what they want, even if that's not him. Yeah. And I'm like, that is such a nice character. Uh-huh. Un- unassailably wholesome, mm-hmm. I would say. It's very... Yeah, I I feel like in this episode, my love for... We all know that my love for Unchan off the charts. CB off the charts. 
I like Hangul a lot, but this episode, I feel like, is the point where I start to really, like, he's starting to reach Unchan levels of, like, mm. God damn it, I love this character. Yes. I For completely different reasons. <gasps> yeah. They're not similar people. Yeah. And it's so good. Anyway, my 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 hate for Han Sung is also off the charts because I'm so freaking mad at him. I've been here for a while. I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you're up on the top of the mountain. I feel now. like I already disliked him, but like before I was kind of being like, mm, but like, mm, you know, he's also in a bad place. What I'm so upset at him this episode. I cannot believe hit the way that he acted. I I can believe it, but I cannot believe. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe it. I cannot abide by it. <laughs> We're, like, stacking the cobblestones yeah. to, to the stairs. Oh, my God. Oh. Um, but, yeah, so Hangul is like, please go talk to your girlfriend. Um, so then Hangul rolls up at uh, the... The street vendor. Yes, that CB is working. And he finds CB and Eun-chan working this, this streetcar. And he kind of walks up and he, like... As he's walking up, is like, hey, do you guys even want to work at the cafe? Like, what the heck? <laughs> what the heck, guys? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. Gosh. Uh, I wrote Hangul comes by to berate her because it seems like the only time he gets out of his car yeah. is just to walk over to Unchan and be like, what are you doing, dummy? <laughs> well, you don't even work this hard for me. Yeah. And I wrote, CB has a good heart because... He doesn't want to admit that he still wants his job. Yeah. Like, Unchan says, you should have just asked for a couple days off to cover for your friend. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, I really like this job, but I don't know what I can offer. And he, yeah. you can see that, like, all the shit that people tell him, he's internalized it, and he has a low self-opinion. Yeah. Which is the worst thing for him to have, because <laughs> he has a good heart. I hate that my, like, two utmost favorite characters, Unchan and CB, are the two with, like, the lowest self-esteem. Yes. I'm so upset about it. But the good news is... Oh my god! The good news is, it's a dog's birthday party yes. at the street vendor. <laughs> He's wearing a hat. He's got a little hat. It's a little golden retriever boy, I think. Oh, man. So, yeah, Hangul comes in, and one of the, uh, I'm pretty, there, it's like, some people celebrating this dog's birthday, of yes. course. <laughs> and one of them tries to order some, like, egg rolls. Uh, not like egg rolls that we a think rolled of it, egg. Like rolled egg. Yeah. Like an, it's like an omelet. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Unchan and CB both do not know how to make them, and Hangil is like, really? Move over. And he he ends up helping, <laughs> and so he starts making them. Um. So yeah. So they're all working this this uh street cart together. It's going great, but then the dog runs into the traffic, and Unchan is like, oh no, the dog, and runs after it. Like full. Full fucking speed. Yeah. Like, zoom, and then Han Gil teleports behind her. Yeah, Han, it's literally like, uh, the dog runs. Unchan sees the dog, runs. Han Gil sees Unchan, runs. He, like, grabs her by the midsection, and, it, like, the way he pulls her, I thought it was gonna be a full German suplex. Like, he was gonna bridge <laughs> his back and slam her head onto the sidewalk, but no, he safely kind of, like, sits down. I think he hurts his back. Yeah, so uh, when Unchan is running after the dog, the dog makes it across the street, but when Unchan is on her way to get it, a car comes up, and kind of, like, Unchan jumps back, and Hangul kind of, like, swoops up to, like, take her out of the line of sight, and he basically falls back and rolls. Yeah. So he hits his shoulder, and she hits her hand on Ooh. the pavement. So basically, they end up on the ground, and she, like, picks up her wrist, and it's, like, you know, all scratched up and bloody. It's, like, big boy bleeding, too. Yeah. Like, that was, like, I, it looked gross for me. Yeah. So, um, she kind of, like, stands up and we see a little, like, oh no, like, my wrist, um... The dog is okay, by the way. Yes, we cut to the dog and he's fine. He's fine. He's just, he just had the case of the zoom. He feels guilty. You can look, you can yeah. tell by the look in his eyes. He's like, oh no. His hat has fallen down a little. He's His like, people oh. got hurt. Yeah. Because of my actions. 
So then we cut to kind of like the end of this little uh, night shift as well as this birthday party. And like the the people who were celebrating like give Unchan a cake. They're like, hey, this is for you. Yes. And she's like, no. And they're like, no, please take it. Like, thank you for chasing after our dog. Yeah, like, Unchan literally takes the cake. Yeah, so she she takes that cake. Um, she's still trying to work and Hangul is like, homie, yeah. stop. Yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> Hangul walks up and he's like, you are hurt. And she's like, well, it's not that, whatever. Like, this, it'll heal she's tomorrow. She's, like, bleeding all over the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> and Angela's like, we're going to the hospital. No, and I, I, after that cut, I wrote down, he wants to take care of Yuju, but she can take care of herself because she's a functional adult character. Mm-hmm. But Unshan could definitely use the help and attention. Yeah. So his desire to help is consistent. Mm-hmm. It's just that, like, the level to which he can express it varies by the relationship with the person. Yeah. So, like... Literally, just him being helpful is in his nature. Yeah. And that's such a cute thing to set up. Like, within 20 minutes of each other, we see this, like, little setup payoff. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Uh, we... He wants to take her to the hospital, and then we cut to Hansung finally freaking visiting Yuju. God damn it. So he walks in, so and he's like, hey. Let's do, like, a little role play real quick. <laughs> oh, please, okay. Uh, you've been ignoring your significant other for three days. Okay. Because you got mad about something they didn't do. Okay. Just things you heard. Okay. Uh, they want to know why. Okay. Why didn't you call me? What's what's your line that you hit them with? <laughs> you love work more than me. <laughs> and I'm never gonna come to terms with that. <laughs> what a what a I'm baby. <laughs> He's literally like, I guess I just, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time dealing with the fact that you love your work more than you love me. I just don't understand why I'm not your first priority. Oh my god, Andy. <laughs> Freaking, wow, I can't believe that Yuju has a profession and a passion that she loves and cares for dearly. <laughs> and, then, and that's literally it. <laughs> god damn. And that she's independent and she can take care of herself, I guess. And then he goes like, haha. I'm such a loser, aren't I? And she yeah. goes, yeah. She, in my translation, it was literally, he was like, I'm crappy, aren't I? And she just goes, you are. <laughs> and then she, ugh, I hated this. I really hated this. I know. I Because when that happened, I was kind of like, oh, maybe this is going to be kind of like a, hey, like, listen, you're kind of being really shitty. And Hansung being like, you know yeah. what? I am. And it was going to be a cool growing moment. That's not what happens. Let's you do... acknowledge the inequity. <laughs> but no. No. <laughs> Because Yuju is freaking good, or whatever, and is like, I'm crappy too. And I'm like, no, you're not, Yuju. I literally wrote down, like, Yuju, no, you are not crappy. You are good. You are oh, yeah. fine. You she do not have to do up this. the marriage thing. And she's like, you know, uh, I guess I never considered how that made you feel. So she apologizes for, like, her what, her, her stance yeah. on marriage? I cannot believe. I, I guess, <sighs> in a way, you could say she apologizes for the fact that it's like, she like uh, although i don't even know because they were supposedly together for so long so i'm sure that they must have talked about it before so it's not like he found out through the magazine even if he did you wouldn't ask her about it like yeah that's the whole thing is that like he didn't think he didn't talk to her he didn't sit her down and say hey listen i just want to talk about the fact that this is kind of like you know that this is this is bugging me and let's talk about it a little bit, and, you know, maybe it won't change her stance, but, like, let me tell you that how this is making me feel. That's right. My, my alternate title for this episode was yes. based on this scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called, Just Get Couples Therapy Already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Jesus Christ! 
the alternate title from the Coffee Prince series if it goes on this way much longer. But yeah, Yuju swoops in for this, like, but you know what? Uh, maybe we're, like, meant for each other because I'm also crappy, which is <laughs> bullshit. You know what? There's abusive personalities on both sides oh of the relationship. No, there's not. It's <laughs> not at all. <laughs> there, you shouldn't be reaching across the aisle to this weirdo who's uh, like, man, I'm sorry I ghosted you for three days. Because I was angry and I didn't just fucking talk to you. God. God. Like, do you think maybe you could stop working and, like, make me a peanut butter sandwich sometimes? <laughs> god damn him. Oh my god. So yeah, we have this just gross... Another uncomfortable <sighs> two minutes in my Coffee Prince show. <laughs> Oh man. And then we cut to Hunkyo and Unchan in the hospital, which he's getting fucking acupuncture. Yeah. So we we do have this very much uh, the the scene before was very much framed as like, oh, Hangul like swooped in, saved Unchan, Unchan got hurt, and he's very much just kind of like, We gotta take care of you. Yes. But then in this scene where they're both at the hospital, um, Unchan had like the thing with her wrist, but she does make a comment that's kind of like, You got hurt too, and he's like, No, it's fine. And she says to him, She's like, No, just say that it hurts. Like, yeah. you don't have to be like strong, manly around me. She I think she makes a comment that's like, You don't you don't have to do that in front of your girlfriend, but like you don't gotta do that in front yeah, of me. Yeah, I'm not your girlfriend, you don't have to pretend to be tough. And he doesn't even like try to play it off again. He literally just goes, Yeah, yeah it hurts. And um I really really like this scene and kind of like what it means for their kind of dynamic because there is a very evident like Han Gil can be himself around Unchen. He doesn't have to pretend to be something else. She very much is just kind of like tell me that you're, you're literally your shoulder is like all up and bruised and you're getting acupuncture. Just say that it hurts and he doesn't even think twice after that. He's like yeah it does. It hurts. And she's like, great. <laughs> it was it was instant, and it wasn't, like, emphatic. It was just, yeah. like, a matter of fact. Like, yeah, this actually hurts. Yeah. I really like this sequence because vulnerability in a relationship begets vulnerability. Mm. So he goes, yes, I am hurting. And then Unchan follows it up with, you know, when I was eight, uh, I fell three stories into my dad's arms and broke both his arms. Mm -hmm. And he, like, ran to, to the hospital with me to, like, make sure I was okay. Yeah. And she said, this reminds me of that. Yeah. And, like, that's very sweet because I'm not sure we had the flashback, but that might be the first time she's brought up her father, uh, aside from basically admitting that he was gone. Yeah. And yeah. that he collected records. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's just deepening that relationship. Mm-hmm. And then she he asks, like, why are you so noisy? Like, why are you getting involved in everybody's business? You've got Sungi and Harum a place to live. You're helping CB out. You're working, like, two jobs now, basically, yeah. just to help him out. And she says, it's loyalty. Yeah. And he goes, I don't understand loyalty. But she goes, you went to CB stand tonight anyway. Mm -hmm. You're loyal. And, like, in contrast with all the... Not in contrast. Mm -hmm. In accordance with everything we've seen with him and Yuju... And also kind of with him and Han Sung, like, he is loyal to both of them. Yeah. Because he's like, you need to go and put in some hours with your relationship, homie. Like, get clock in. Yeah. And then also with Yuju being like, listen, I know when you need help sometimes. Yeah. Even though I know you don't like getting help. Yeah. I, I really, I really like this scene a lot. It's one that I forgot happened because it is very mm. short. And, you know, it's not like one of those ones that's like full of, you know, we have, we have moments like, the the beach beach day coupon beach. you know <laughs> we have those big things that are kind of like full of these like fun exciting moments that we like to remember and like you know i think of like the car scene as something that i always look forward to in this mm -hmm. series but this is a scene that i feel like i 
it's it's it doesn't have as much of that like notable like oh this like fun thing that you're gonna remember that you're gonna want to see again but it is very very important to their relationship and and just kind of like establishing this mm-hmm. relationship that we're going to get to see later on which is really great I, I would also like we don't normally like take moments to talk about ourselves sometimes mm-hmm. but because I'm experiencing this for the first time this scene had like a real emotional impact on me mm-hmm. because recently I was like talking with somebody about a uh, middle school which middle school probably bad for everyone yeah you know me bringing it up probably like brings a lot of memories back to anybody <laughs> who's listening yeah and we were just kind of like sitting across from each other and we were going back and forth like oh they called me this nickname in middle school that was mean mm-hmm. oh really well they called me this nickname like oh yeah well they threw food at me or like oh, oh yeah God. they poured water on me yeah and it was this like really it reminded me exactly of this where yeah. I was saying like vulnerability begets vulnerability mm-hmm. and like having that kind of cool friendship with somebody where you can just like admit that you're not always okay or admit that you're hurt or you're sad like it's so wholesome just I keep using the word wholesome it's overused now mm-hmm. but it does give me this nice like feeling in my core to know that like yeah these two people are starting to trust each other yeah and then oh, we, we we cut to Mr. Koo overreacting and wetting the floor around his jaw. He's literally cursing the sun. He's literally... <laughs> <laughs> He's literally, like, throwing water, pointing at the sun, being like, how dare you, you be so big hot? big yellow bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking oh, hydrogen-fusing ass, motherfucker. <laughs> Helium-ass bitch. <laughs> Throwing water and guess I'm, I'm sorry, I need a moment. <laughs> you fucking ultra violent ass bitch. Oh my god. <laughs> so guess who comes around the corner? It's mom. It's mom. And guess who gets splashed with water? It's also mom. It's mom. <laughs> so yeah, she comes around the corner because she was on her way to the market to get some food, uh, and Mr. Koo splashes her with water. Mm. <laughs> you know, how he does. <laughs> uh, and she kind of is like, oh, what the heck? And he's like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. And she's like, whatever, I'm going to the market. And he's like, Abba, going to the market? Wait for me. And he starts, like, hurriedly trying to, like, take off his apron and be like, please, please, I want yeah, to go to the market. Yeah, literally just, like, quitting his job in the middle of it. He's the only one around. Yeah. He's like, time to close up shop. Mm. He repeats, like, he's like, hey, I heard you're going out with Toilet Man. <laughs> yeah. I heard some bad things about Toilet Man. Oh, my God. Like, he's so clearly biased. Yeah. Uh, and then we, we, we show the van that Unchan is, like, getting into. Mm-hmm. Uh, in CB, in this shot, has Cheetos in his ears. Oh, my God. I, I wrote that down, too. I said, why does CB have Cheetos in his ears? <laughs> because he knows how to have a good time. <laughs> he's got sunglasses on, and he's eating Cheetos, and there's just two sticking out of his ears. Yes. And uh, we have uh, our hot waffle boy sitting in the back looking chic AF. Always. Literally got the sunglasses, got the hat, reading a book with his legs crossed, mm. just like, ooh. And Han Gil's like, I don't want to get in the car. And they're like, get in the car, Han Gil. And he's like, I'm not getting in the car. And they're like, get in the car, Han Gil. And then he gets in the car. Yeah, yeah, dude, it works. Just has to have that moment of resistance because he's such a curmudgeon. Oh, man. Yeah, and then uh, Unchan kind of comes like up running. And they're like, what What are you doing? Why are you late? And she's just like, I couldn't sleep. I was so excited. It's kind of cute. Pure. Uh, and then she, she climbs into the back and she sits next to Waffle Boy. Mm. 
Ooh, and it's very good. Um, and so, yeah, so then we cut back to this market because uh, they did, in fact, go to the market. <laughs> this is, like, the most clear example of somebody entering a scene at a 10. Yeah. And then staying there until they reach an 11. Because <laughs> Mama is just, like, touching some cherries, being like, oh, are these organic? Yeah. And the lady's like, who cares? <laughs> Stop touching my products. <laughs> Get out of here if you're not paying for anything. And she says, all right, I will leave. <laughs> And so she gets to leaving, and Lady goes, hold on, and grabs her arm violently, and is like, you've got to pay for the things that you've ruined with your hands. Oh my god. And so Mama goes, all right, here's a dollar. And the lady goes, who do you think you're talking to? One dollar's not going to cover all these damages. And then Mr. Koo runs up, true uh-huh. knight in shining armor. You know. And he just starts yelling at this lady, and he's like, what are you, a thug? And she goes, yes, I'm a thug! <laughs> So, and then they escape. <laughs> it was just this, like, incredibly ogreish interaction between Oh my god, yeah, she was so angry. Definitely a high point for the episode, but just, like, <laughs> I can see where we've absolutely peaked the mic, and I really can't wait to listen back to it. It's gonna be really great. Uh... <laughs> And this is like character development for Mr. Koo because I was talking earlier about the positions that these people hold their significant others or would be significant others in. Mm-hmm. And the, Mr. Koo is very similar to to CB. Mm-hmm. Or is his character's name Min Yup? Yes. Uh, but he's CB to our Yes. And they both kind of put their partner in this elevated position. Like, mm-hmm. all he does really is compliment the mom. Yeah. And then... He just, un- like, talks her up nonstop. Really? And until this scene where they're interacting... And he goes, you know, I'm really, like, afraid of every woman except you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they were trying to frame it as, like, he he's not just some lunatic who goes around yelling at women who run their stores. You know. Like, he was standing up on behalf of Mama. Yeah. And being like, listen, I, that, that scared me, but, like, I did it. Yeah, absolutely. It, it felt like a nice moment. Yeah. Until... Oh, my God. I wrote this down <laughs> also. Yes. So, Mr. Koo flirted up a storm, trying real hard to, to get with Mom... And mom makes a comment about her late husband. She literally is like, yeah. it's times like these where, you know, I, I miss him. I'm thinking about him and I miss him a lot. Mm. And Mr. Koo decides, wow, you know what the perfect time to ask someone out is? It's when they're a widow who is missing their husband. Hey, you want to go on a date? And she's like, he literally is like, why don't we go see a movie? And she looks at him with the like saddest expression and is like, should we? And he, like, literally is like, oh, abort, 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 never mind. Oh, yeah. And he's about to abort because, like, it seems like a pretty obvious red flag, but you're yeah. just kind of going in there like, yeah, so sorry about you being a widow and all. Uh, you want to, like, <laughs> go watch the new Transformers? Yeah. And then Unsei comes in to make things worse. Of course. She's got to. She's got her ice cream, the omnipresent, like, treat she's always carrying. She's got to. And she just kind of be like, hey, Mr. Koo, uh, I can't let a poor man marry my mama. <laughs> it's like, if you could get rich, that would be nice. She's literally like, you think my mom pretty? And Mr. Koo's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, mm-hmm. 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 Kind of makes it worse. She's like kind of pimping her mom out a bit. Yeah. Like in this bit of a grief moment. Yeah. And then Mr. Koo is like, listen, <gasps> she scares me. Oh, yeah. And I wrote, me too, buddy. And then immediately Mama is like, she scares me all the time. Yeah, he's literally like, sometimes she's scary. And Mama's like, only sometimes? She scares me all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Good golly. So, yeah, so then we we uh, cut back to this little road trip that we're having. Car boys. Uh, car boys. And uh, 
<laughs> we start to get this like CV's like need to take care of Unchan and like protect her secret and like yes. protect her just in general. So uh, he's a guardian. Unchan falls asleep and she kind of like is, uh, is laying with her head <laughs> rested on Waffle Boy. And Waffle Boy kind of like sees it and it looks like he's about to kind of like shove he's about her to like off. smack her away. <laughs> and CV is like, he literally like reaches over, he like catches her head and he like puts it, yeah. makes it so that he's like, he like reaches back, gets like a little like pillow or like, I think it's like one of his like sweatshirts or something, some That's kind something of something. Up. Yeah. Puts it down for her to lay on, literally is like, there you go. And <laughs> Waffle Boy is like, dude, what? And he's like, shh. She's sleeping. She's sleeping. Oh, he's, he's sleeping. sleeping, of course. Ah. But we know that he knows. Oh yeah. Um, and Wawa was like, "What?" And then CB starts like taking off her socks and everything, like literally, like strange. Making. <laughs> he's like he's like the ally whose heart is in the right place, yeah. you know. But he's doing a bit much. <laughs> he's going a little hard on it. He's going kind of hard. And then uh, a cool sunshine song plays, like, when they arrive at this orchard, mm -hmm. where Mr. Hong, like, knows the people there, and yes. they're grateful to him because he's brought them free labor. Yeah. So this fun beach trip has turned into, like, an apple-picking fiesta. Supply! <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So uh, I actually wrote down how, how good it kind of was to see this, because um, we've gotten like sprinklings in the past of like like when mr hong was calling people for the coffee that like mr hong has connections but now we're very much seeing it in front like mr hong obviously has been in his business for a while and he has made a lot of friends mm -hmm. and so like he's talking with his people and they're very much just kind of like oh you know like thank you so much for coming out and he's like no of course like you've helped me in the past and like i've brought you free labor yes <laughs> oh it's so pure and once again we have this like uh this order of order of descending enthusiasm for what is going to happen because uh Harim is like let's get the heck out and <laughs> yes. like waffle boy is kind of his his constant just kind of like state of what like whatever <laughs> i don't care he's the yeah. shadow the hedgehog of, yeah. the, of the coffee prince team cb is like top of the excitement train as he always <laughs> is and unchan is is kind of close behind him being like yeah you know what whatever a little labor yeah i love to work out <laughs> and then hangyul at the very very bottom pieces out to go read a magazine uh -huh. like on the other side of the orchard i found it funny because um i, I should say interesting i feel like because it wasn't like i was laughing mm. um but initially um when harim is trying to be like let's peace out like there's no ladies here what's there's no beach let's get out of here yeah and hangul is like you know what? No, working together can be a good source of teamwork. I think we should stay. And I wrote down, I was like, oh, wow, this is the first time that Hong Kyo mm. has agreed with Mr. Hong. Yes. This is really great. And then we see that he literally meant, you guys go work. I'm oh, going to lay here in the sun and get a little tan. <laughs> God. He only gets there for like a second because some lady comes by and says, hey, I have to use the bathroom. Do you mind watching the apple stand? And he mm -hmm. goes, what? No, no, please. What? And then he ends up at the apple stand. Yeah, he's got to watch it. Uh, and we get this really fun little, like, montage of, like, first someone comes by and they're like, oh, how much are the apples? And he's like, oh, I'm not, I'm just, I'm not the owner. This is my Drive whatever. on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then someone comes by and he's like, oh, can I get two apples? And Hangul goes to get them for him. And he's like, that'll be, like, one dollar. Uh, and he's like, why don't you give it to me for free? And Hangul is like, uh. And then the guy just kind of, like, rides Leave. off. Yeah. Gives an apple to his girlfriend and uh. leaves. Then he, like, starts touching up the signs, and mm -hmm. he, like, grabs the, the big spinning sign, and he stands in the street. Yeah, he He's, starts like, getting, like, people down. real excited. A van rolls up that has, like, a million and ten people in it, and they all run out to buy apples. Yes. And, like, he sells them the apples, and he's even, like, cutting them for them so they can try it. 
And then when they run off, he's got all this cash, and he's kind of like, whoa, this is awesome. Oh, like, yeah. I can just sell things and get money. I wrote, he really can't help himself. Yeah. Like, uh, I wrote down also, he's an iterator. So, like, he, as a character, like, lacks the motivation to, like, start something. But I feel like he really enjoys coming into situations and, like, improving them. Yeah. Because the way he's done with the coffee prince shop so far, mm-hmm. just being, like, all the effort he's put in, which people keep calling out as being oppressive, and rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, and then even with this apple stand, like, who, who, nobody would just sit down and be like, all right, I mean, this sign, I should, like, draw, like, maybe if I stand yeah. in the street. Yeah. And, like, just that transition so quickly, he can't help himself from mm-hmm. improving situations. Yeah, so um, it very much ramps up, and at first we we kind of see uh, we we do cut to a little montage of all the other boys how they're picking apples and they're shaking trees and having fun. Oh yeah. Um, but then we cut back to Hangul, and um, he sells. So someone comes by, and they're like, "Oh, not the apples you have on display, but these boxes over here. How much are these?" And mm-hmm. Hangul's kind of like, oh, "Okay, well, there's like what twenty boxes. Um, yeah, yeah, I can sell you these because I mean, there's no sign on them or anything. He yeah. doesn't know any better." Um, so yeah, he, he sells these apples and at first it kind of seems like great. Like it seems like, oh wow, he's really selling out the stand. He's doing a great job. Um, so yeah, so that happens. Uh, but then we cut back to, uh, the, the woman who before left comes back and she makes a comment. She's like, oh, sorry, it took me so long. Like my Mm -hmm. daughter called and I had to do that. And Hungil is like, yeah, no problem. Like, you know, he's been having a great time. And then she walks up and she's like, wait a minute. What happened to the boxes who were over here? And Hangil is like a little proud of himself. He's like, "Oh, those! I sold. Them. I sold them all." And he's like, "Look at the money!" And she's like, "You sold them?" Oh yeah. Oh no. That was such an unexpected, like, cool twist. Yeah. I never, you never foresee the fuck up. In yeah. Thailand, which is super cool. So then we cut to Hangil looking like a kicked puppy, Ooh. knowing that he did wrong. Yeah. And um, the the owner. Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on. <laughs> Kicked puppies don't do it. They, pu- puppies don't do anything wrong. <laughs> Nobody kick a puppy. They I don't. Didn't they don't say know. <laughs> he was a kicked puppy. He just looks like one because he's like, oh no. Oh. God. Okay, fine. More like he looks like a puppy who just like peed in the house. Ooh. And he knows he did wrong, but he, he did. He like it, it wasn't like like yeah. he did wrong knowingly. Like he was like, I just had to pee. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know yeah. that it was wrong, but I didn't know that it was wrong when I did it. In, in Allegarian terms, it was a crime of inco- uh, incontinence. Oh. <laughs> he is the she-wolf. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's sitting there. He he knows that he did wrong, but also he feels really bad because like he, he didn't know so at the time. Like He thought that he had done something great, and then he finds out that yeah. he actually messed up. Um, So yeah, the, the owners of the farm, though, are, he's, he's really like... um. He's nice about it. He's very much just kind of like, you know, you didn't know any better. Like, people make mistakes. The owner is more frustrated with his wife. Yeah, he's like, why did you... You should have pooped faster. You can poop any time of day except for when you have to watch the apple stand. (laughs) Oh, man. CP immediately, like, turns to Hangul. He's like, Mr. Choi, everyone makes mistakes. Oh, yes. Um, Before this happens, they, they do, like, um... The, the owner of the farm, uh, the little orchid, is very much being like, oh, you know, like, it's, you know, people make mistakes, it's whatever. And Mr. Hong is like, but, you know, there's got to be something we can do for you. Like, you're going to lose trust with your customer, mm-hmm. and, like, we, we're really costing you something. So then 
um, he's like, well, if you can get, like, 20 boxes of apples, so they decide to do their best to, like, pick the, like, most premium apples and see if they can gather together enough so they can send them off. Yes. So then they start working. So Hangul is now, like, working, working, like, in the orchard with the other, everyone else. Like, they're picking apples. They're doing their best. Mm-hmm. And we do, yes. Then we get to this little scene where they're all kind of, like, talking about it. And I also wrote it down how CB literally turns around and he was just kind of like, hey, everyone makes mistakes. Like, you know, it happens. Like, don't worry. And it's like, oh, who knows better than CB? Yes. <laughs> like, ugh. Oh, man. Uh, we have the obligatory fun uh, Unchan falls and gets caught by Hangyul. Oh, yeah, she's got it. They all, like, sing a song together and CB uh, flings water at them as they, like, wrap up getting these... Uh, 20 buckets yes or 20 uh bat boxes i think yeah they put them in boxes i assume mm-hmm. they're just 20 boxes um but yeah so they they succeed they in the end they end up getting uh basically getting back all the apples that hungil sold so that uh the guy can send them off to the customer because they were supposed to go to a customer like the next morning yes um, which i don't think we mentioned but yeah when when he sold those boxes it was like those were boxes that they needed to like they were one premium like apples and they needed to ship them out the next morning so it mm-hmm. was like whoa hung gil done done messed up <laughs> he goofed um so yeah so then they um <laughs> oh yeah so hung gil catches unchan saves her and she literally runs off going don't touch me <laughs> yeah literally like go get off <laughs> um and then, yeah, they're, like, trying to put all the apples together, and uh, Harum takes an apple, like, to the head. Like, someone throws one at him and <laughs> smacks him. Boom, headshot. So then, yeah, they start they start playing with the water, uh, and then they end up, like, going down to the river. <laughs> yes. And then, while the, everybody's playing in the river, except for Hangil and Mr. Hong, and they're sitting next to each other, and Hangil goes, Mr. Hong, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then, like, Mr. Hong kind of, like, savors it for a second. And he goes, hey, everybody, <laughs> he's, sorry. he's sorry. And then he boots him off. <laughs> he literally kicks him into the it water. It was the most, like, long live <laughs> like, moment I've ever seen outside oh, of Lion man. King. But yes, yeah, so then we have this little montage of them, like, playing around in the water, having fun, bonding. Um, and then we get uh, Harim and uh, Waffle Boy gotta pee. Oh, yeah, gotta <laughs> pee shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> At the edge of the river with your feet still in the water. Just peeing. <laughs> and CB runs over and he's like, go piss somewhere else, oh, you yeah, savages. Oh, yeah, Unchan is still, like, in the river, kind of, like, messing around. Yeah. And then CB is like, no, 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 you can't see any dicks. <laughs> I'm not allowed. Not on my watch. So instead they go piss on a beehive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, my God, we literally see them, like, walk away onto land. And then we hear just, like, buzzing noises. And like screaming, and then we cut to CB just like covered in, in like welts. Oh my god! Oh, it's so bad. And, and then he gets bad mouthed in Japanese again. Yeah. <laughs> so Unchan is putting uh, something on his his bites to like make them feel better. It has to be something edible because she has him like eat some at the end. I really thought it was peanut butter. I thought it was peanut butter too. <laughs> I don't know for certain, but I'm gonna believe in my heart that she's yeah. just putting peanut butter on his on his little boo boos. Do you think CB likes creamy peanut butter or crunchy? I feel like he likes creamy. Crunchy. Oh. Really. Why right. do you think he likes crunchy? Because he's, like, I feel like his brain is also kind of crunchy. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> within, without. <laughs> That's just oh, my man. interpretation of the character. <laughs> the subtext is all there. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, all right. So, yes, yeah, so we have this poor, poor CB bug bite boy. Mm. Um, so then they, they come back to... Um, 
to the orchard and uh they're all there's you know they're sitting there having some beers they're singing some songs with the yeah, guitar mr hong's got the guitar he's playing wonderwall yep you know he's got it uh cb has like a styrofoam helmet on and mr hong is like singing. oh yeah he's got like it's like the box of like the the drinks he the has cooler, just on yeah. his head <laughs> and like there's this whole little thing of like unchen and harim are like smacking the box on his head they're like passing it around to each other yeah and then they put it on unchen's head and then he's smacking the box over there and then they're like oh gotta put it on waffle boy oh, and yeah. he's like no no my hair needs to be this cool at all times and then unchen tries to put it on hong Jul and he's like no <laughs> Do not. Mr. Hong is, like, singing about his life, though. Yeah. Which was super interesting to me, because I'm like, come on, give me some more lyrics. I want to know about you, mm-hmm. old man. But he's like, oh, uh, the, the, this this man loved the lady. He made great coffee for her. He still loves her. He still loves her. Like, that's, like, the last seven lines of the song. It's yeah. just him saying he still loves her. So I'm like, what's going on with that? I mm-hmm. need to know. Because, like, again, if we're talking about the theme of relationships this episode, like, he has devotion to this person who is not around. Yeah. And he has that offhand comment about Hong Gil's mom. And I'm like, was there something there? Does he still carry the torch for her? Or is his wife passed? Which was the impression I got after the conversation he had with Grandma Mm -hmm. uh, in one of the first or second episodes. So I I don't know, but I would really like to. And I hope it's not too many more episodes before we get the denouement on this. Guess we'll just have to find out. And then like a true performer, he ends his set by going, Oh, I think this is where those kids were hanged. Good night, (laughs) y'all. He He leaves them with just like a nice little spooky ghost story. Uh, Not even though, just like a one line like, Huh, kids were hanged here. Anyway, night everyone. And then everybody but uh, so, Unchan and Harim. Yeah, so everybody's leaving and Harim is going to leave, but he asks, he's like, oh, Unchan, you like going in? And she's like, oh, I'm going to finish my drink. And he's like, oh, well, if you're staying, then yeah. I'm going to stay too. My Chan. <laughs> and they have a little talk. Uh, Unchan kind of is like, oh, so like, how long have you, uh, how long have you known Hong Gil, huh? And then he, good friend moves, goes, I'm no blabbermouth. Yeah, he's like, what, do I look like the kind of person who tells secrets? And she's mm. like, mm. and he's like... Nah, you can't get anything out of me. But he does make a comment very similar to um the one that Han Sung made, where he's just kind of like, you know, he he really does. He is really is a good person. You just kind of have to get to know him better. She asks about like his lady friend that he's mentioned, and Harim's like, okay, only thing I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> get everybody gets one. <laughs> Hangul has been crushing on her for like nine years. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. He's Which... like, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> At a certain point, it does stop being sad and start being impressive. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Okay, and then we we cut to everybody sleeping in, like, the cuddle puddle. Yeah, they're all, like, uh, lined up, and everyone... Uh, CB is laughing in his sleep. Like I, I just want to point it out. I'm so sure the actor, like, cracked, because everybody is making bad snoring yeah. sounds, and he's just sitting there going... <laughs> 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 with his, like, chunky peanut butter brain. <laughs> and even in his sleep... Oh my god. She can't take it anymore. She yeah. goes, she's like, fuck, fuck it, like, I'm, I'm getting up. Cannot sleep, gets up, decides to go contort herself into a bucket and take a bath. Like a real baby-sized bucket. <laughs> it's like, it cuts to her and, like, one of her feet is, like, sticking out and, like, the top of her head. And oh, she's, yeah. like, literally bunched up in this tiny bucket. She's, like, covering both of her ears with her knees. Like, it's absurd. <laughs> contortion she's, like, spinning herself around a little bit. A little bit, like a teacup's ride. <laughs> But yeah, she's she's having fun, uh, taking a bath. 
Um, and they kind of make you think like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity for someone to like walk in and oh, find yeah. out the secret. Doesn't happen Bait at all. And switch. She's literally just like walking back with a towel on her head and uh, Han Gil goes, Ooh! <laughs> like the, like a real horrified like noise he makes. Yeah, he's trying to poop. <laughs> But he sees it in chat and he's like, why do you have the towel on your head? And she's like, what, do I look like a ghost? <laughs> and he's like, hey, come here. And she's like, what, you're pooping over there. And he's like, just come here. Yes. Stand right there. So they're they're kind of talking and she, the way it's framed, it seems like she's talking about like, why can't you be more like direct or why can't you be more open uh -huh. if you have to push and try harder. And he thinks she's talking about his shit and, and he's like, how dare you? <laughs> but she's writing something in the sand with her foot. Did your translation tell you what that said? Oh, yes. She was writing, um, like, it was one woman, like, nine years, like, Ooh. yeah. So she was basically, like, writing, like, what she was, what was on her mind, which was the mm. fact that he has this, he's had this crush on Yuju for a long time. He never, he, uh, Eun-chan does not write her name, but he does write, I, oh my god. So, it, Unchan doesn't like write like Yuju or anything like telling, but it is like one woman like nine years like mm -hmm. devoted maybe I don't know, but Ooh. it's it's kind of like that, now, which I'm... is why when he walks out, she immediately is like gotta scrub it out. Yes, can't know. I'm very glad that you're your translation because I had a sneaking suspicion mm -hmm. because technically, if our boy is shitting, uh -huh. we can assume that his dick is out, <laughs> ah! and because his dick was out, the plot progressed by her writing that and then yes. stamping it out. Uh, speaking of dick being out, what can we say about the plot progressing when uh, Harim and Waffle Boy had their dicks out earlier at the lake? Mm, I don't know if it counts because it's not specifically Han Gyol. But what about when uh, the Flasher had his dick out? We counted that. Mm, you're right. That was a flashback. Yeah. You know what? I'll 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 say that that kind of counts as a part of the scene where um like that 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 was kind of a part of the whole sequence of like Han Gyol saying he was sorry for the first time and also it was mm. more like. CB doing everything in his power to protect Unchan. <laughs> this also goes along with the the vulnerability thing from this episode because yes. he's like, yeah, I'm scared. I can't poop alone. Yeah. Can you stand here while I poop? Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's cute. It's like, you know. <laughs> and then they have they end up having a cute conversation. Yeah. So after after he's done shitting, they, he's <laughs> he's making shitting noises too. <laughs> it's just nonstop. Immediately he's going like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's got a poop. Nobody makes those noises. I don't he's know. Constipated. That's acting. <laughs> <laughs> so regardless, after after all of that, they're kind of like laying down uh, on the place where they were like singing songs earlier. Yes. And um, they're they're talking. You know, they're having uh, they're making comments. Oh, I love it so much. I wrote it down. It was yes. so good. They're talking about like Unchan makes that comment that's like I want to like take a straw and slurp up all the stars. And then uh, uh, Hangul, or she says she wants to slurp up some stars, and Hangul's like, why don't you slurp up all the stars? And she's like, no, that's too many stars, I can't eat them all. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, well, how about the moon? How would you eat the moon? And she's like, oh, I'm going to steam it. Listen, it's going to be tasty. Yes, it was a half moon, and she says, I'm going to wait for it to get full so I can steam it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's super cute. So yeah, they're having this really cute little conversation. Again, she asks, are you going to America in three months? And he kind of like doesn't directly answer. There's no yeah. yes or no given. He, he very much just kind of like slides it under the table. Yes, and then the flies start swarming around them. Mm -hmm. and it becomes hard to ignore, like <laughs> all these bugs buzzing around their heads during the scene. Uh, and then he's like, oh, will this make you feel better? <laughs> he literally 
turns around and he just has Legos. Oh yeah. And we're like, where did where did he get the Legos? He, he took it with him to poop for protection. <laughs> so he builds her this little Lego man, little Lego dude. Yeah. And it's like, here you go. And she's like, Abba, this is so good. He says, Ko Unchan Robo. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hell yes. Hell yeah. Uh, they talk about like their dreams as well. Yes, he is like so. Like, what are what are your dreams, Unchan? She kind of immediately just goes like, "Oh, I, my dream is to be happy with my family." Yeah, she she very much is just kind of like, "Hmm, my dream. Well, I want you know my family to be happy and to eat." And she also mentioned she's like, "You know, I I want I want to be happy. I want." She was like, "When I was younger, I I wanted to be like a taekwondo master. Like, I remember mm-hmm. wanting that." And she's like, "And you know, these days." I really want to make, like, good coffee. Like, she's like, I'm having a lot of fun. I really, I've been, like, learning a lot about coffee. And right now, I think my my goal is to just make really good coffee. Which is very kind of, like, we, we get this kind of, like, this overall wanting her family to be happy. She kind of, like, strays into, like, oh, when I was a kid, this is what I wanted. And she doesn't really have, like, any any big, like, goal that she's working towards, but she has something that she likes right now and that she's found a passion in. Yeah. And she's kind of like, this is what I want to do right now. I like this and I want to get better at it. I very much took it to mean that she puts herself passionately to whatever she's doing currently. Yes. Because she's like, when I was working at the dojo, I wanted to be a cool teacher, and now I'm doing coffee, I want to be good at coffee. Yeah. Just like that that drive to be good at whatever is going on right now. So then she asks Han Gil in turn, she's like, well, how about you? Like, what are your dreams? And he's like, I just want to, I want to do what I want. I want to be happy. Fun, happy I want to, you know, have like a good time. And this scene, I I really like a lot. I Me like too. this nice little bonding scene. I also, I, I talked about it earlier on, but like this episode, this scene specifically, as well as the one where they're like in the hospital and stuff, I, my love for Un, uh, well, my love for Un Chan is already off the charts. Yes. I knew that. Oh, she's so good. But Hangul, uh, I I really really feel like this episode especially just pushes me to that point of like, God damn it, I love these characters, and this is why I love this. I've talked about it before, but I love this show so much because I love these two main characters, both individually for their own reasons. Yes. Like not even the relationship between them, like them individually, I love, which is why I'm very excited to see their relationship grow. Because Unchan asks, well, what about your bad habit? Mm-hmm. And he says, I can tell you a million reasons why I like her. And she's like, a million? Really? Oh, God, yeah. And then he goes, well, I I don't have a million reasons. I tried not to like her, but I can't help liking her. I can only hope that things will get better. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, it's really rare for a show to, like, say something that, like, actually nails me in the emotions. Yeah. But, like, this is, like, just a true-to-like-life-in-relationships statement mm-hmm. that, like, I was pretty much affected by like in a good way like as opposed to all the Han Sung relationship stuff yeah which in its own right is too real so this Ugh. is very um so I grew up on like um stuff like this like I I watched a lot of k-dramas like growing up I when I was in middle school I read a lot of like shoujo manga and like this notion of liking somebody just because you do like liking somebody and not really having a reason for it, not being able to like pin it down on something, just being like, I just kind of like them and I don't know why, but I know that I do and there's nothing I can do about it, is very, very prominent in that kind of media. So like, this is something that I remember it when when I really like the way that Hangul puts it, how he kind of frames it with the like, oh, I've got a million reasons. And she's like, what? And he's like, actually, no, I don't have a million reasons. Honestly, I just, I, I know that I do. And that's just kind of like, 
there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing I can do to stop my feelings. I've, you know, I've wanted to stop in the past because, you know, she was dating my cousin and like all this stuff, but I just kind of can't. This is just how I feel. And I've just kind of, it's how it's got to be. And that is not like, um, like a, a new thing for me, just because that's, that's something that is very prominent. Like a lot of Korean dramas, a lot of like shoujo manga, mm. that's a big thing is that kind of just kind of like, I just like them because I do, which is something that I feel is just so, I like, I, I like one because that kind of like big like you said hits me in the heart as yes. well it's just kind of like i know what that's like to just kind of be like i don't freaking know why i feel this way but i do and there's really nothing i can do about it so i've just kind of got to figure it out um and i like the fact that it is so prominent and that it is so like pushed as being like an important thing yes because i do kind of like you know there, there kind of is that we we have that idea of like oh why do you like someone oh well you know i like the way that they look and like oh you know their smile like yes there's a lot of like quote unquote i mean they are kind of cute when people talk about like the reasons they like someone and they have like some sweet reason about like oh their smile like makes me happy or whatever and it's like cool that's great and everything but i really like this notion of it this like feelings are not something that you get to like pick and choose why you have them yes. you just have them it's so it's good like, because i feel like a lot of times in the media i consume the onus is uh on the person suffering from feelings mm -hmm. to explain themselves or to like elaborate because yeah. a lot of it deals with like the recipient of those feelings being insecure yeah and being like i don't understand why you like me or like you have to explain because i don't like myself mm -hmm. and it's just so nice for to see hung yul who is a character who is handling it responsibly who's doing right by all the parties involved basically and is able to like experience it in that way and not feel pressured to like understand himself mm -hmm. because he's found an equilibrium where he's like i know i have these feelings but I'm being responsible with the way that they're uh, being expressed. Yeah. Oh, jeez. We kind of went on a side tangent there, but he falls asleep. Oh, my God, yeah. She's like, you can't fall asleep out here. The mosquitoes. And he's yeah. like, what'd you put in the tea? I'm tired. Yeah, my barley tea was spiked. <laughs> so then he starts falling asleep, and she kind of, like, she puts her little towel, like, up over yes. him, and she starts kind of, like, sit and watch, like, trying to wave away the mosquitoes from yeah. his face. And Beautiful mirroring. Yeah. At the beginning of the episode, he's asleep, and she's watching him. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the episode, he's asleep, and she's watching him. But mm -hmm. think about everything that transpired in between yeah. with, like, the different context now. Because he was asleep, and she walked in. Yeah. And now he's fallen asleep around her. Yeah. Which, in animal language, is, like, big trust. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right uh, uh so yeah i i wrote a lot of notes here that are like we were talking about how uh i know i wrote a lot more notes than i usually do for this episode i had yes. a lot of feelings um i don't remember did you i'm, I'm at about two thousand words which is a, a little on the high side yeah so yeah i a lot of my notes for this section were just me being like god damn it i like hungil so much god damn it <laughs> well, uh... um so yeah so the trip was a success we did it <laughs> mm -hmm. Beach good. episode unlocked. Yeah, <laughs> not even didn't even see a beach, but you know what? We got it unlocked. Oh, yeah. The spirit of beach episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. The farmers like refuse refuse Hangul's like offer of money to compensate them for the trouble they mm -hmm. went through, and they kind of like try to send him off with a ton of apples. Yeah. And he's like, oh well, you know, I gotta give you something, so he pays them assumedly. And they cut to inside the car, and he's talking to Unchen like, oh, like, how much did you pay them? And he says, above the average rate, like, five cents for an apple, like, they're not going to make very much money. I feel bad Yeah. paying them that little for all their hard work. And I think she says something. Oh, yes, I wrote it down. Don't worry. Please. She sniffs him first, and she goes, 
you know what that smell is? And he goes, what? And she goes, the smell of humanity. Yeah. <laughs> I think in mine she said, you smell like a human. Ah! Which, I got the same vibe. Yeah. But it kind of better expression points, I think. Uh-huh. And, like, I was like, this is great. Like, he's learning the value of that five cents. Like, sp- the fact that it's specifically five cents. Yeah. Which is how much she gets per eye of a doll. Yeah. Which is something that he could not do. Uh-huh. And now he's done this work that he's seen. These two old people don't normally have the six of them helping. Mm-hmm. So, like, that he's done this work, he knows the value of it now. Yeah. Which is just good for his humanity in general. Yeah. Not even so much his character, but just his humanity. You know. Uh, and then CB notices that Unchan is sitting next to a man. And yes. he's like, uh, uh, uh. And he literally dives over the seat, squeezes his way in between them. All the while, they're like, what are you doing? Stop it. What the hell? You're he's sweating? He's not buckled up. He's, <laughs> he's literally squirming his way in between them, sitting between them on this, like, two-seat like a van row yes. making it three people and he sits down in between them and then he literally leans over to Unchen. he's like i did a good job didn't i and she's like what the f-? he says aren't you proud of me yeah and she goes you smell like sweat <laughs> and it's so good because uh i'm gonna have to check the wikipedia on this mm-hmm. but i i would rule that as a form of cabedon like he doesn't smack <laughs> his hand on the window and lean over her but i think the spirit is there uh, <laughs> you know what I'm gonna disagree just because Ooh. I feel like Cavadon is just so like aggressive mm-hmm. and he wasn't really like trapping her in more as like uh. trying to get her away from this guy and kind of like sitting next to her like a big puppy and being like, I helped you get away from the spooky manager, didn't I? I did a good job, right? You're right. As opposed to being like, hey there. You're smack. very right. Fuck me. <laughs> I'm sure there will be Cavadon eventually. Oh, there already has been at least once. There's gotta be more. <laughs> so she's kind of like playing with Robo Unchan. Yes, we cut back home and she is in the room uh, with Unse and she's playing with Robo Chan. <laughs> and she's, you know, she's tied a little like cape on it. Yeah, it's like a, really cute. A cute little toilet paper cape. Yeah. Uh, and she's um, like, why do you have a thing for these old men? Oh my god, yeah. She's like, hey, what? <laughs> And, like, uh, a couple of lines of dialogue later, and Chen goes, like, it's a habit, I can't help it. Yeah. And, like, that, the fact that that's the thing she's taken away from these two relationships yeah. uh, is interesting. Yeah. Um. So then she uh, tells her mom and her sister that she is going to be going to this art exhibition, which uh, is the next... I believe, like, we cut to, like, next morning. Or that might have been the morning. The where pacing speeds up here. Yeah. Uh, because... Uh, I think Unse is, like, looking at the camera from the trip. Oh, yeah, she absolutely is, because she's, like, grinning about it. <laughs> and it's, like, it's because there's pictures of Sengi on there. Oh, yeah, like... you know that it's hot waffle boy, 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she just wants to marry him and move into a waffle house. What can we do? He's hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so then um, we, we cut to this scene of, like, a, a really interesting, like, camera pan, where it, like, pans from Unse to mom yeah. to Unchan, and they're kind of making comments that are, like, are we going to be able to do it? Like, I don't know. Is it possible? And, like, mom is just kind of like, no, we got it. Like, we'll just, we'll put dress and makeup. Oh, yeah. And it cuts to, like, pans to Unchan, and she's just kind of standing there being like, all right. Yeah. And then it pans back to Unse and mom, and they're kind of talking about, like, no matter, like, like, Unse makes a comment that's just like, I told you it wouldn't work, like, no matter what we do. And mom is just kind of like, no, I don't think it's that bad. And then it, like, pans over to Unchan, and she's like, you know, she's wearing a dress, and her hair is fluffed up and pinned, and she's she got, looks like, like, a different person. Blue eyeshadow on. It's like this strawberry dress. Yeah, it's a very cute dress. No, she looked great. Like, honestly, I thought it was completely fine, but 
they were going for the whole like mm, we can't polish a turd thing and uh, I'm like I don't like it. Yeah. So and then we get the the inverse of a scene we had in like episode 2. Oh, yes. So yeah, I I think I think the for me what kind of like cuz I think the dress looked fine. The makeup was very much like red Have, lipstick, yeah. blue eyeshadow kind of like oh, all right. Um, I think for me it was like the the way that they did her hair since it was just kind of like fluffy and then like pinned and she had like a hard yeah. part was kind of being like mm, we could have we gotta we gotta better style that. Um, <laughs> All she needed was a skateboard. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> that would have really completed the look, I think. Um, so then she she steps out uh, and Hansung comes to pick her up and he's like hello and she kind of like walks out she's like pulling down her dress she's like uh hey. Uh, it looks weird, doesn't it? I tried. <laughs> and he, yeah, she's like, I'm sorry, I tried, but uh, I can't, I don't know, it's weird seeing me in a dress, isn't it? And he's kind of like, you look unique. <laughs> and Ooh. we're like, god damn. <laughs> like, I, the impression I got was like, he was like, okay, and they were going to go to the art exhibi exhibition. Yeah. But instead we get like the reverse. Oh, no, no. You thought you were getting makeover when we were with Mom and Unsei. Yes. But no, no, no. Now it's time for real big makeover. <laughs> Which I want to point out just because Hansung is bad and Hansung doesn't do things as good as Han Gil. Yep. When Han Gil does the dressing montage in episode two with Unchad. He's looking at all the clothes himself, he's, like, picking things out, and then he gives, like, a huge variety to Unchan to try on. And then with this, Hansung kind of dumps her on, like, a salon lady. Yeah. It has, like, no part in this uh, fun dress-up time. Uh, while we're pointing out bad things about Hansung, I do want to highlight the fact that when he was inviting her to the art exhibit, he made straight up the comment that was like, you can just come as you are, wear whatever you want. So the person that made the choice to, like, dress up like this was Unchan herself. Like, she yes. was like, oh, I want to, like, wear a dress. I want to be, like, a little, like, girly today. Yeah. Um, uh, but she comes out wearing what she put on, and Han Sung's reaction isn't to be like, well, okay, well, like, let's go to the exhibit. Oh, no. He told her you can wear whatever you want and wear what makes you comfortable, and he takes her to go get uh, makeover. No. <laughs> he's, he's a shit bird because he says, just wear what you normally wear and I'll wear what I normally wear. And I wrote, but you put on a suit for this. And you don't normally wear a suit when you walk sweeper. Listen, I love a makeover scene, alright? I mm. love it. I love that cliche trash shit. I yeah, love it. we do. I just hate the way that this one was framed. Mm -hmm. We could have, we could have very much have her... He could have very much have been like, oh, well, you know, if you want, like, some, like, if you, if you don't know what to wear, like, why don't I, like, you know, take you so you can, like, get some stuff. Like, oh, it'll, like, I'll get you a dress on me. We could have totally framed it like that. Instead, we had this, like, she got ready herself with her family and she did her best and it wasn't good enough. She was and, negated. Yeah. Like, this could have been framed so much better. As much as I love the makeover scene and I love the end result because she looks so freaking cute. She came uh, down the stairs, and I was like, are we cutting to Yuju now? Oh like, my god! I was yeah, so she confused. looks really different. Oh yeah, completely different. I think it's like the longer hair wig they put oh, on. Oh yeah. I, I did love like that instead of just putting on the wig, they did have the little, like, alright, here's one wig. And she was like, what? And she kind of like drags it in front yeah. of her face. There's like a couple different wigs, like the same length, and then we kind of got a longer one at the end. Yeah. I kind of like her first look better. <laughs> yeah. Like I, its final products go. Uh huh. I didn't really enjoy the, the one we ended up with. It's fine. I know. And then she literally, like, trips on the stairs and falls into his arms because, of course, we have to do everything with both male characters. That's right. And then we freeze frame because what a better time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like... 
like her. I, I like, I think she looks good. Like, I, I like it. Oh, no, she looks great. It's yeah. just, I prefer the first one. Oh, Because really? I think they did something, or the actor was maybe directed to do this. She still has her typical Unchan posture in the strawberry dress. Mm-hmm. Like, she's standing like she's wearing, like, a hoodie and jeans. Yeah. But when she comes down the stairs, like, it's very much, like, the relaxed, different posture. Well, it's not necessarily relaxed, because she is wearing heels, and she does not know how to walk in them, and it's made very evident. Yes. I think the big difference that you're noticing, it's very possible that she did kind of, like, hold her posture a little differently, but when she was wearing the strawberry dress, that dress was really short. And mm. so she was, like, you know, like, there's a lot of, like, literally she walks out, and she's, like, pulling it down, because she is not used to wearing something that that's short. Uh, in the dress that she's wearing later, however, it's a longer dress, so she doesn't mm. have to worry about that. Because I know when I was thinking about it, I was kind of like, oh, it's very likely that she, even though she's still wearing a dress and heels, she's more comfortable in this dress because it's not, like, ending right where her ass ends. Yes. So you're, I, you're probably right about that. I do think that they, it was, I, I mean, of course, obviously, they were trying to emphasize, like, this look bad, this look good. Mm-hmm. But I do think that that was a little bit more of a result of, like, having, a, a, like, a super short dress and being uncomfortable in that versus a dress that is a little bit more comfortable for her. You're right. Yeah. Or uh-huh. we could do what we always do. Yes. And just blame it on Hansung. Honestly, what a, God, <laughs> hate him. What a jerk. <laughs> I know, right? It's all his fault. Really? Ah, uh, man. But yeah, then we we end our episode right there. Mm. In his arms. Yep. How do you feel about that? It's interesting because I think they're approximately the same size. So <laughs> I'm hoping... What? Like, I, the way it looked to me, like, maybe it was the heels. She was, like, on a step. No, like, he, the way he's holding her, they look like a perfect plus sign and not, like, a letter T. Oh, my God. Where it's, like, smaller in the middle, you know? Yeah. Like, it just looks like two people of this... Like, they're gonna start doing that thing where they hop back and forth. <laughs> Oh my god, I feel like I just think of Unchan is so tiny because she's constantly around very tall boys. <laughs> you know what, you're probably right, but I did write down that when she put the heels on coming out of the house, like, she was pretty tall. Yeah. Mm. Alright, alright, so, um, the end of the episode happened, uh, we ended right after our, our makeover montage. Yes. Lands in Hansung's arms, quite mm-hmm. literally. He's got her, freeze frame. End of the app. Yes. How are you feeling after this one? This one had a lot. There was not only, like, a lot that I feel like happened, there was a lot of, like, highs, lows, and just, like, a lot of feelings. We talked a lot. Yeah, we, we kind of went a little long. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this episode is probably... Like, I don't even want to say it's one of the better written things that I've seen in a while. Yeah. Because it really just feels like the combination of, like, the camera and uh, the way they shoot... Like, it just feels like I'm watching things happening. Yeah. Like, it's not like one of those overwritten shows where everything's complicated and convenient. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, there's cute stuff like falling and getting caught, but all the characters feel so likable and realistic yeah. to me. Except for Hansung, of course. Uh, <laughs> realistic, but not likable. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of my feelings about this episode I ended up talking about as we were kind of going mm-hmm. through it, but... Yeah, once again, I feel like this is yet another episode that... I remember before we watched it, I did say to you, I was like, oh, I'm really excited for this episode. And you were like, you say that every time. Yeah. I was like, yes, I do, because I love them all. But this one especially, mm-hmm. um, because I knew that we were going to be going on this little, like, uh, orchard... or I, I cannot say that word. Orchard? Ooh, orchard, yeah. Yeah. The, the, we were going to be going on this, like, orchard bonding vacation and that we were going to have... 
um like just all the all the little things that happen throughout this episode i i knew they were coming uh so i was kind of like yes give me more i i really love the adventures of the coffee prince boys i love following them and seeing what's happening uh so i also knew about the fact that cb was going to find out uh so yeah it, it was a lot of fun and again i feel like <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just imagining like what, the reactions each other character would have had if they had found out oh yeah because like harim would have been like whatever it's fine i won't tell and then uh Sunki would have been like oh shit i'm actually a girl <laughs> <laughs> oh okay i feel like cb's the perfect character to have find out yeah yeah but you were saying yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like I, I just am noticing more um, than I have in past few watchings. And I mean, like, like you know, we've talked about, it's because one, we're paying attention because we have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And two, just, I, I'm older now. <laughs> I've, I've been weathered by years <laughs> in college. <laughs> <laughs> world weary Kara. Yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, no. So I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to watch. Uh, to one, pick up, so we don't have to have this just mental image of Unchan just being carried by Hansung. Mm. <laughs> Until next week, though. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's gonna be a long wait. Oh man. All right. Well, thanks for joining us again. I know this was a bit of a long one, so thanks for sticking with us and. Uh, We'll see you next time. When see you we next time. Reboard coffee submarine. Ooh, coffee submarine. Yeah, last time we were like bus and also kind of train, but now. There's probably people out there who were like, I only drink coffee that's been cooked at like two atmospheres of pressure. <laughs> you know, it's either plane or sub. <laughs> two altitude. That doesn't even make sense. No, you were on Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't think that altitude worked for underwater. Well, I would say, like, atmospheres, but it's still good. You know how it is. Anyway, bye. <laughs> See ya. See ya.